Welcome to the Interesting People I Know podcast with me, Carrie Freitas, and um, my special guest. This is the woman who started it all, um, Sarah Tobin. She's a dear friend, and she's the one that got me started in podcasting. So I have to thank her for that at the top of the show. Thank you, Sarah, for getting my podcasting career started. It's a pleasure. I love what you're doing with it. <laughs> Yay. Um, and my biggest fan. So I'll pay her later, but under the table, that's that's <laughs> off the books. Um, so finally, was able to get Sarah in to talk about a topic that she also has been guiding me along um, on living more sustainably, more mindfully, um, and having a lighter footprint on the planet. And we always say when we're walking or talking about the topic that we are not experts, and that is the truth. We are far from experts in this topic, um, but we're just concerned moms, citizens of the world that want to try to do our best to make even small changes that can have you know long-term bigger impact, uh, and want to share with you all our journey of um, how we're trying to live more, again, mindfully, be kind of smarter consumers, um, and share with you some tips and tricks. And again... This is not expert uh, opinions or advice, but this is just us kind of doing research, mostly Sarah, doing research and telling me about it so I can start being a better citizen of the world and the planet. So welcome, Sarah. Thanks, Carrie. And um, we are going to start, I'd like to start with a quote that you had shared with me and then I thought was super powerful and I think encapsulates what we're talking about today, which is, um, well, you'll share it with us, but I think it's really meaningful because it kind of takes some of the pressure off of this movement, I think. Um, And we're not trying to chase perfection here. So will you share that quote with us? Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you for having me, Carrie. I've been looking forward to coming slightly nervous because I think I said to Murphy before, I'm always Mm -hmm. someone in in behind the scenes, never never in the front. But um, I'm excited to be here today. So thank you for the opportunity. Um, One of the things I did want to say, as you said, was I wanted to bring up this quote at the beginning, because I think it's, it's, just a great quote and it it really shows where you and I are both coming from. This is a quote from Anne-Marie Bonneau who is Zero Waste Chef. She's a great person to follow on Instagram if you want to. She's at Zero Waste Chef. Um, She said, and this has been shared widely, we don't need a handful of people doing zero waste perfectly. We need millions of people doing it imperfectly. And I think that's what you and I are aiming for today. I'm far from perfect, but I'm trying. Um, and I think that's it's really important that everyone takes small steps to move in the right direction. I agree, because I think, you know, when you read about, and again, I'm like a proponent of people that can live a zero waste lifestyle. You shared with me, not only zero waste chef, but some others like the, the, the plastic free dad or something like that. Um, and it, to me, that's very intimidating. And I've read stories. I mean, I remember even like maybe four or five years ago, there was a story in Sunset about the zero waste family in Portland, Oregon. I'm like, that'll never be me. So I don't want to just say that'll never be me and tune it out and not try. So I love that we're chasing imperfection when it comes to having a lighter footprint. On, I like that. You know, on our earth. So we're going to chase imperfection today. Absolutely. And help. And so I think at the top, and thanks for sharing that quote, I just want to say again, the caveat that um, don't get overwhelmed. We're going to share a lot of really great information f- uh, with you that Sarah has sourced. Um, but just try to take in what you can. Listen to the podcast over and over again. Hopefully, we'd love for you to do that and get something different from it each time. But just maybe even if you just took away one thing today, that would be a win. I think for you and for the planet. So. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So we're sh- let's start about because you're the one 
in addition to being my catalyst for podcasting, you also got me started on like, why am I using a single use plastic water bottle and thinking about other consumptive activities that I'm doing and their and their impact on the climate. So how did you get so passionate about it? Because you could be passionate and you are passionate about a lot of things, your family, your friends, travel, but why climate change and why living kind of lighter, if you will? So you're asking me, why do I care? Yeah, why do you, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Boiling it down. Why, yeah, do, you, why do you care? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm Australian. You've, most people have probably worked that out by now. And as you know, Australia's going through its worst bushfire season ever. And you've been amazing at raising awareness of that and raising funding for that. So I really... Yeah. Thank you for that. Once again, you're the catalyst. I feel like I'm like, it's this is the Saratobin show. This is brought to you by Saratobin. <laughs> um, but bushfires have been burning since July last year, and they've burned through more than 16 million hectares. That's about 62,000 square miles. Um, they've lost more than 3,500 homes, 33 people died, and conservatively, they're saying that more than a billion animals died. You know, one of the things that you know, has has been widely discussed is, you know, how did it happen? Um, and it's a combination of climate events, including record-breaking heat, unprecedented drought, and a huge amount of dry vegetation or fuel. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, that allowed the massive bushfires to take hold and spread a- across the continent. So climate scientists have been warning that this type of event would happen for years. It was closely followed by torrential rains that they've yes. just had in the last couple of weeks, which is another climate ex- another climate extreme. Right. Again, um, caused by climate change. Climate this is change. not just cyclical weather. This yep. is long-term yep. effects of climate change. Absolutely. Okay. And, you know, climate change is happening all around us. You know, if I, I'm going to read you a, a quote from the NRDC website, which is the National Resources Defence Council. They said that when the planet warms because the earth absorbs the sun's energy or atmospheric gases prevent heat released from by the Earth from radiating into space, which is we know as the greenhouse effect. Right. A variety of factors, both natural and human, can influence the Earth's climate system. So I'm really interested in those human factors yes, that influence. Yes, that we can control. Absolutely, right? absolutely. So that's, that's one of the main reasons I care. Um, another big reason is, is what our throwaway culture is doing to our animals. And we've all mm-hmm. seen the pictures showing... Birds Ugh. lying dead on the sand, tangled up in balloons, or turtles with straws, with straws through their in their noses. snouts. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's awful. Turtles actually mistake our plastic rubbish for food. I, I mean, mean, that's it, just, yeah. if you think about that, it's like, you know, doesn't that give you pause to, one, not throw things away irresponsibly, but two, as we'll talk about in this podcast, talking about the, the buying behaviors that get you to having this item in your hand that you have to think about throwing away, right? So we got to talk exactly, about that. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, you know, as plastic breaks breaks down, it ends up in the bellies of a lot of marine life. They say that about at least 100 million um, marine animals are killed each year it's from terrible. plastic pollution. And, I and think, we're doing that. Right. And I, so it's like, if, and if you, for some reason, which I don't think you listen to this show if you don't have a heart, but you might, and you should tune out immediately. Um, but if you, you know, are listening and you're like not worried about the animals because there's plenty of animals, quote unquote, which I think is, I'm being sarcastic. Um, you're eating the plastic, the microplastics in these animals as well. So Absolutely. just, you know, if you if you don't care about anyone but yourself, number one, please lose my number. Number two, you know, this is impacting you and your health because you're eating microplastics in your fish, probably in other in other Absolutely. proteins. So, Absolutely. And so we've got to worry about, about that, the animals. And we're going to talk about it a little bit later. It's Good. actually changing our environment 
so okay. drastically. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. And so then the last reason is that, you know, I really feel strongly that the convenience culture that we've all grown up in is behind the problem. You see yes. it everywhere, right? You see, go for a walk, you see those red solo cups, you see discarded plastic water totally. bottles, you see coffee cups and lids and those little plastic wrappers that cover the straws on, on juice boxes yeah you know all of those things um we're, we're all guilty of, of doing this a lot of people are still buying huge slabs of plastic water bottles in bulk um using plastic cutlery and plates once and then tossing them away right and um from what you and i have discussed and, and also read online you know a, like a, let's say just a, a for example a piece of plastic cutlery like a plastic fork that you you know had at your kid's birthday party and the kid you know used it for five seconds um takes a thousand years to yeah. degrade so that plastic fork is kind of forever yeah you know even though it was like a moment on the lips you know what i mean it's forever in the landfill and it's so unnecessary because why you are we doing that your own cutlery right, and you've then got put cutlery. in the dishwasher yes you didn't need that I, plastic you know fork. or let's talk about you know we'll talk about bamboo options yeah. too but i'm just saying like i agree with you the convenience culture and especially and i know we're going to talk about it and we're teasing everything we're talking about in this upfront. um but about takeout food because i'm t- i yeah. don't want to cook so that's one thing about I don't feel guilty not cooking, but I do feel guilty about the packaging that I'm getting when I take food out. So we'll talk about that. And I think, you know, another reason that you care and I care is being um, a mom. So, Absolutely. you know, I know that having talked to, to my kids about this, like they've even had pause thinking about whether and it's not time for them to have kids. But I'm just saying we're talking about the future. And they're like, maybe we don't want to bring kids into this world. Is this world going to be here? Are we going to be able to live in it? And I'm like, you know what? If that doesn't give you pause, I'm not quite sure what would, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, that's where I, Greta Thunberg, yes. you know, is amazing, right? She won, she got 2019. Times person of the year. Time person of the year. Yeah. And I mean, that's something that's made me, I, I, you know, I've, I've been using... Um, my bringing my own bags to the supermarket and yes. not buying plastic water bottles for a while, but her raising awareness of of you know the, like the broader us issues into the behavior. and the broader issues of climate change has yeah. made me dig deeper and find out well what are some other things that I can do right and so that to me is you know and again she's had a she's been um, not given because she's earned it she's earned this amazing platform right mm. for her voice which is a super like problem one of the most important voices of our time if not the most important voice right now. And, um, you know, to me, I think about that as the ripple effect, right? This this kid, brilliant kid, you know, um, takes a stand. And then here you are, you know, like an expat, like Australian living in the US, hearing her voice. And then you're talking to me. And now we're talking on a podcast. Like, so that shows the million people doing things imperfectly does have impact. Absolutely. So I, I, I love that thought. So like no act is too small. I agree. Right? I completely agree. So we've talked about why you care, and I'm glad that you care. Um, should we go? Are we? Should we go in now to like the top ten things, or how, where do you want to sure. go next with it? Sure. Because I know do that, that you've well, because you've got a, a good outline for yeah. the conversation. I want to make sure I don't skip anything. Though. Yeah. No, that's perfect. Okay. So Yeah. That was that was next on my list. Is, you know, we've just talked about why I'm passionate about yes. it. So, so here's what you're doing. H- here are right? some things that you can do if you don't have a recycling bin. Do we call it a bin in America? We can call it a bit. Everything you say sounds much cooler. <laughs> so let's call it. All the words we talked about that you weren't going to say at the beginning of the podcast. I want to hear all the way the way you say aluminum, the, the way you say word. asphalt. Okay. Um, so recycling bin sounds way better. We call them cans, okay. which is just like so American. We bastardize and make it sound nasal and stupid. But a recycling can or bin, trash can for recycling. Absolutely. Right? And here in Newport, we 
we could just call waste management, right? Exactly. You can contact CR&R customer service, and I've got a phone number here. Okay. It's 866-949-9694. Again, 866-949-9694. And then, you know, once you get one, use it. We're still not doing a good job of using our recycling no. bins. Less than 14% of plastic packaging is actually recycled. So check out the numbers on the bottom of the containers. Beverage bottles will be generally number one PET, okay. and that goes into um, goes into the recycling bin. All okay. of the ones that have that that triangular the triangle arrow, on the bottom, yeah. the imprinted triangle some with the number. Are, yeah, that's right. Some are not recyclable. Okay. Some are. It does get a little bit complicated, but the ones with I think it's number one, number five, and number seven okay. are all all recycled. Okay. And one thing that we'll talk about a bit later too in more detail is that you did um, make the effort, which I really appreciate, to meet with the the, the city of Newport Beach and, and the gentleman who heads up the recycling program. And I think what I got from that too, from your <coughs> conversation with him was that when in doubt, just put it in recycling, right? Yeah. I mean, because it, so exam, for example, like if I'm overwhelmed already by, let's say I got a recycling bin, that's my first step. And I'm just like, okay, you know, I'm taking the one step for this next month. I'll just put all my plastic in there. I mean, they can figure it out. I mean, I'm not saying that that's like the most responsible way, but if it seems overwhelming, just when in doubt, try to recycle it and they'll figure it out at the, at the landfill or the, is that yeah, they sort somewhat it. correct? Okay. They do. They sort okay. our trash because a lot of people are still not recycling, right? So they they take the the regular you know trash receptacle okay. and they they go sort through it, it and they which go is great. It, but I think we if we do some of the effort, it helps absolutely. And, and I do know um, from when we first talked, my first step was actually getting in my kitchen a second trash can. One's right. recycling, one's the food waste or yep. you know other non-recyclables. And then since I've been doing that now for, I think it's been about four months, um, there's a sense of pride to it, you know, whether Absolutely. I'm doing it perfect. I know I'm not doing it perfectly, right? But it feels good. And I've noticed I have to call waste management for a second recycling bin because we have so much recycling, which again, I would like to get my footprint down so I don't have that much packaging, right? So that's sure. the next step. But I do feel good about recycling. So, I agree. So that's a good first step. So I like that one. So get a recycling bin, start to recycle. Um, That's a great place to start. Yeah. So that's number one. And then number two is wherever possible, stop using disposable plastics. There you go. And that's the stuff you use once and then you chuck out. Grocery bags, saran wrap, disposable cutlery, plates and straws, coffee cup lids. You know, you can find these things with reusable versions. You just have to make a habit of, of... doing these things, right? Make a habit of bringing your own bags to the store, including produce bags. Yes. Um, You know, take a travel mug to get your coffee. Um, Keep a reusable water bottle with you always. If you've you've got a pet, use biodegradable poop bags. Yeah, and you just got me some, which (laughs) are, and they're like biodegradable slash compostable, which I guess is the same thing. What's that brand? They're they're called Z-Paw. And actually, Compostable and biodegradable is not the same thing. Interestingly, I'd have to look further into it, but some things are compostable if they are heated to a certain amount, right? right? Okay, because biodegrading, you can't count on heat to be administered, so it'll take longer to break down. That's right. But but these Z-Pore bags are made of cornstarch. So great. So they're fantastic, yeah. And so, and what, and I know I'm diverting a little bit, but since we're on the topic of taking your own things, right? So, um. Tell me about this water bottle. What brand is this one? 
So um, Carrie's pointing to my, it's it's yeah. a Q water bottle, Q-U-E. It's actually a California Q-U-E, brand. California company, yeah. Q-U-E. It's really cool. It's a collapsible water bottle that like comes in really cute colors and it's like rubberized. It looks like, you know, silicon. something. Silicon, thank you. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's so smart looking. It's, it can be so compact when it's not full. Absolutely. And so I definitely want to get one of the Q-U-E water bottles. And then um, I've been admiring... Um, because uh, Sarah brought her reusable coffee mug or cup to get her coffee from Kit Coffee today. And it's the cutest cup. And I know there are other brands, but yours is an Aussie brand. It's an Aussie b- brand called Keep Cup. Keep um, Cup. Keep Cup. Yeah. And you can Google Keep Cup and okay. they come up in the And top there's result. other brands, but it's Darling. Yeah. And it's the right size. Didn't you say it's... It's the right size. It's the same shape. So okay. it fits under Like a Starbucks, quote unquote. Exactly. It, it actually fits because I think a lot of the time, you know, people have It's huge... awkward and they can't angle it under like the foam exactly. wand or whatever. And it's more difficult for the barista right. to use. So check when you're getting, and I hope everyone will because I, you know, I was kind of glad that Sarah drove me to the podcast today because I just came back from a, a short road trip with Jeannie and we had stopped at Starbucks a couple of times. And of course, I don't yet have my keep cup. Um to take with me and so I literally have three dirty Starbucks not reusable cups in my car so I'm glad but now I outed myself so now she knows they're there <laughs> but um I really want to get a keep cup and I'm and I Liam already carries one uh similar brand and um and I want to get one for me and Jeannie and and I think that the convenience culture thing that I have to get over is like I won't be able to go through the Starbucks drive through with it but you know what? I mean, is it going to kill me to park and get like 10 steps in, you know, each way from the barista counter? No. So I think that was an important thing that I saw you do. And I'm like, I can do that, too. Well, it's interesting you, know? you say that. So Starbucks, and I'm trying to think who, and McDonald's, actually, okay. are both investing in this new program. And it, it, they're talking about rolling it out soon, where you will be able to drive through and get a reusable cup. Stop it right and now. And then you will, you will take it back to them next time and they will wash it and give you another reusable okay. cup, right? So I want someone to do that on the to-go food as well. Like I want yeah, someone to give me a to-go container. I'll pay a deposit mm-hmm. to bring it back. Well, we're, we're getting there. You know, another article I, I sort of saw this morning when I was doing some more reading is there's something called The Loop um, and a bunch of different... I saw that and yeah. it's not in our area yet. No, it's not. It's back east but in some like markets. But it's like going back to the milkman, right? Yes. Where um, a bunch of different um, companies, and I know haagen is one of them, yes. where they're making these reusable containers where they will deliver your ice, ice right. cream in this reusable Correct. container. And then you will ship it back to them now there's all this you know discussion about shipping costs and carbon footprint of shipping but i guess what they're trying to do is make it as local as possible exactly so they wouldn't be shipping it'd be just like a more of a delivery that's right and if you go check out the loop and i forget what the extension is the url extension but um there is a place for you to sign up with your zip code that you're interested i don't know if you saw that no that's interesting Um, and so I think that's important, you know, if you're interested, I think it shows like, you know, that in your area, you might be interested because that will, I think, show proof of concept for people that are starting to try, you know, launch businesses of this kind. I agree. And I think it shows your support for it. So I think it's it's almost like voting for it, if that makes sense. Well, and it's pushing back on manufacturers, Correct. right? And, and making them responsible for the packaging that they're putting out. Exactly. Well, one yeah. thing that you told me this morning in the pre-show, and so... 
Sarah, you know, is a, an avid listener of the show since she basically started it. But um, so she knows I skip around. So this is what we're doing today. She's done a ton of research. We'll get to most of it, if not all of it. But one thing that comes up in this part of the conversation now is Coca-Cola I want to talk about because she's talking about pushing back on manufacturers. And so Sarah was telling me about a study they did that was worldwide where they collected trash and then logged it to see who the um, originator of that trash was. Who the biggest polluter was. Yeah. yeah. And so Coca-Cola, I, I already, I you know, yeah. didn't even bury the lead. I just like totally. No, that's fine. <laughs> no, I up. like it. It makes sense here. Coca-Cola was, was the biggest polluter. So what they did was they had volunteers from a bunch of different countries go out and just collect stuff that was on the beach, you know, right. by the side of the road, yep. all the stuff that and, hadn't made it into right, recycling. And catalog it. Like, where is this coming catalog. from? And who was the biggest polluter? It was Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. And they create three million tons of plastic packaging a year, which is, wait, it's 200,000 plastic bottles a minute, 24 hours a day, seven days yeah, a week. Gross. I mean, that's just so beyond. y'all... And again, I like Diet Coke as much as the rest per- the next person, although I don't drink it anymore because I feel like it's going to give me, you know, brain cancer. So um, I will not have that anymore. Um, but if you still like your Diet Coke, you know, we got to figure out a different way for you to consume it. The can is always better. Always. And how do you say aluminum when you're from Australia? Aluminium. Aluminium. It sounds way better. <laughs> I mean, let's admit it, right? I, I know. Know. I was talking to Jeannie and like, we're like... Um, she's been dating a couple of different Aussie boys and she's like, everything they say sounds better. I'm like, I know. I think I'd love to talk to Sarah anyway, but just having her say anything sounds way cooler than way, the way we say it. See, and Aussies think Americans sound uh, much cooler. <laughs> no, we just bastardize everything we say. Uh, um, so that was interesting about Coca-Cola. So yeah. again, I'm not going to say a boycott Coca-Cola, but l- let's think about your buying habits. Buy it in a can. Get we're, a can. Gonna, it's not that hard. Yeah. No bottles, please. Yeah, buy it in a can. Kay. I mean, that that's it. Right. So now we're on number three of yeah. the top ten. So number three is stop buying water in, in oh, plastic bottles. Let's look at us. I mean, yeah. this is like great. This Simple, is like really right? dovetailing. Save, you know, this, uh, save plastic water bottles for emergencies. And, you okay. know, I look back at what was happening in Australia with the bushfires. They mm-hmm. needed plastic water bottles because there were people who were stranded. That. Of right. course, of course. But that's what plastic water bottles should be for. Emergency. The rest of us have got a tap. Buy a filter, yeah, right? Correct. Exactly. You don't you don't need the plastic. And these Buy reusable water bottles, like Absolutely. my my kids love. Um, they have theirs, which they love the hydro yeah. flask, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and I love your Q, the QUE one that I'm going to go get. That's super cute and smaller. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so there's no reason not to have one. And a lot of our school campuses. I want to give a shout out to Arbor Real Estate here, and Chris Burgandy, um, uh, working with um, you know, his team and others to um to basically get these refilling stations right in our schools absolutely and they've been donating water bottles reusable water bottles too um the thing is that you know what we want to do next is remove the the single use plastic water bottles and soda bottles from vending machines at the school so that would be the next step that's right but i'm really excited that we have a community partner like arbor real estate chris burgandy um to and rob machado's foundation thank you thank you yeah Murphy just maybe come correct because I was about to say the wrong surfer. And how could I? Because Rob Machado has the best hair in the business and also is super cool and about the environment. So Rob Machado, Chris Burgandy, Arbor Real Estate, thank you for helping our schools with this. Those refilling stations are, are the amazing. best. They give them cold water too, right? Yeah, so it's, it's refrigerated cold water. I mean, they really are exactly. awesome. And all our schools should have them. And Agreed. we should get rid of the vending machines Correct. that sell $1 bottles of water because Amen. kids here have a buck, right? right. So they're going to... They're, they're, it's easier. Yeah, it's the easier. The convenience culture the convenience that's killing culture. us. Exactly. Let's make things it was like the Al Gore you inconvenient truth yeah. let's make our lives a little more inconvenient Precisely. for the sake of the climate 
So, okay, that was number three. So that's number three, but a okay. little more on number oh, yeah. three. Use a soda stream. They're awesome if you like okay, fizzy so water. Okay, so I've been thinking about it. Ta- I, do you I, have one? Well, yeah, we've had one for years. Of and course I you don't have. use it for, you know, the, the mixers that go no, in I don't it. Need but that. I like fizzy water, yes, right? Me when too. I'm trying not to have a glass of wine. <laughs> In right, the middle of the week, oh, yeah. I'm like, I like fizzy water. So the CO2 that actually goes into carbonating your drink is actually a byproduct of industrial operations. So you're actually using recycled CO2. Are you? Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, I looked into this, right? Because I was like, hang on, is using a soda stream actually more environmentally yeah, right. friendly? It is because we're not using as many bottles. But interestingly, you're using recycled oh my CO2. Gosh. Okay, soda stream. I'm getting one. It's yeah. easy to use, do you promise? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so easy to do use. Do I make one... Serving at a time. I mean, I, I want to divert. You, too you, much. you carbonate one bottle. I can. And I mean, Paul and I'll drink one bottle. Like a larger bottle. It's a. I can't even remember how much it is. But Maybe I mean, it's, it's more than one cup. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like four cups. Great. Right. So it's probably around okay, a liter, and I can't put put that into. I don't know what American. you know. Don't even start with me at the metrics. <laughs> um, okay, so that's good to know. So yeah. soda stream. Yeah, okay. soda stream. I mean, a glass of Thank water you. has a much. Because yeah, honestly, my carbon footprint with the cans of Lacroix is, is pretty egregious. Yeah, so I mean, the okay. so- you would love the soda stream. Okay. I can't tell you, it's so much more convenient. You're not one. lugging stuff home from the supermarket right. either, right? Okay. So it's just better. Thank so you. So number four is. And you and I talked about this this morning. Don't use products containing microbeads. Those are those little plastic beads found in things like facial scrubs, toothpaste and body washes. The the alternative, the natural alternative is, you know, exfoliants that have things like salt and sugar in them. Natural, biodegradable. Absolutely. And, you know, and to, to add to that, don't use glitter. Well, so that's the thing. So we were talking about this and I think my brand new, I just went to that Skin Spirit um spa mm-hmm. med spa and um great facial and I'm like you know I'm gonna take care of my skin now but I and I got this great obaji line of products which I've heard nothing but amazing things about I need to check my work on the cleanser because it has little blue beads I'm hoping against hope that they're like some kind of naturally occurring blue bead but let me let's be real I gotta check it out um so that worries me um and then you know just thinking about where that ends up like the microplastic piece like really concerns me too so I'm really glad you brought this up and the glitter thing like who who even knew? We all knew glitter was irritating because it yeah. never leaves you. Yeah. But it's like it's poisoning animals in our like our water. Yeah. So we got to get rid of that. So glitter and balloons and yes. you know all of these things that okay. we use once and then they get tossed or somebody lets a balloon go right and it goes right. into the atmosphere. I mean they're they're so damaging. The microbeads don't get filtered out by our filtration system, okay. so they just go into the So we're drinking the them. They're going. We're into drinking animals. them exactly. We're eating them when we're Ugh. eating, you know, fish. I and mean, let's be real. You want to eat plastic? We we mm. know that that's not good. And when your body doesn't recognize something and it's a foreign body, your body you know attacks it, and yeah. that's the kind of thing that creates weird cell division and mitosis and cancers. Yeah. So we got to be really mindful. So that was number four. Yeah. Okay. Number five is a really simple one and you're, okay. you're not going to like it, but uh, it's cook more. It's healthier uh, and you I'm won't gonna use do it. takeout containers, right? Yes. Uh, I, I've got a bunch of super simple recipes that I use weeknights. I work, so right. try to cook, you know, so it's really possible. quickly. We cook every night of the week. <clears throat> okay. And then, you know, Fridays and Saturdays, we might eat out or, right. you know, 
do something, get a pizza, something yes. like that. We try not to do like the Chinese takeout where there's just so many well, and those plastic waxed, containers. And those waxed, um, even if they're paper containers from Chinese, like the waxed <laughs> inside, like the inside of coffee cup makes it so it's a mixed product. So you can't recycle it, which is difficult. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so yeah. that's important. And then, like you said, those plastic clamshell containers that a lot of takeout comes okay. in. And they're not reusable because you no. can't seal them again often, no. right? So that's just, that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's. And again, more. you know, we're not perfect. Gosh, we've got, we do, we love panini. I mean, yes. panini's awesome, but we get those, you know, it comes in those. Right. I reuse those. Those are all my Tupperware now. They're or panini amazing. Containers. But I wish I could rinse them out and give them back to panini each time I Correct. get it again so that I don't get so many of them. Right. So, you know, that's. Well, where I think it might be possible. I haven't looked into it, but I have yeah. a friend who, like, when she gets like a little lasagna or whatever from like a local Italian place that she's going to serve it to like a family dinner. She'll take in her dish and they'll put it in it. That's great. And I'm wondering, you know, if we could talk to places like Panini and just say, I'm going to bring my, I mean, it's not convenient because you're like going there, right? To drop it off. Well, and maybe then... it's the second time though. So maybe oh, when they deliver, if they you deliver or if you're bringing, you'll get a new set. Oh, that's good. Right? But right. you're always exchanging the oh, that's old set. interesting. So there's got to be a way okay. of doing I it. Okay, I love that. we got to look into that. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Absolutely. So that was number five? So that was number five. Okay. So number six is buy local, buy recycled, and buy secondhand. Consignment okay. stores are awesome. And I know Yay. I look to you for this. Oh my gosh. Okay. I want to find some awesome consignment stores here. I used to buy a bunch of amazing you know I, I love clothing right I love I mean, fashion right so I I would buy you know some amazing designer labels in yes. Australia from this fabulous friend who's got an amazing business oh, called see, I love that Hock your frocks oh, so, which oh, I that's just, so cute Hock your frocks, Hock your frocks. That's so cute. it's fantastic I love that name yeah. so here I would say I mean there's so many good places twice the style on 17th street in Costa Mesa has amazing stuff and just go on their Instagram feed follow them because they in their stories every day it's just like a fun little shopping spree it's like window shopping from your phone and you'll see and again you know we're living in Newport so a lot of things are size zero so I mean mama skips over those to see like the one woman in Newport that wears a large what did she bring in today so I can look at those pieces <laughs> um, but they have like shoes and, and so recycled rags and Corona Del Mar also amazing on Q style QUE like the bottle Awesome. Um, and then, you know, Goodwill is always great. Um, I, I love Crossroads um, Trading Company and Buffalo Exchange. Uh -huh. So Crossroads is in Costa Mesa, Costa Mesa Courtyards, like Harbor um, and um, 19th. Okay. And um, Buffalo Exchange at the camp and they have other locations. The camp, that's the one I've been to. And um, I just find great stuff in all these places. And it makes me feel good. It's cheaper, which is amazing. Um, so I love that. And then um, I would say also for so for furniture. So I have always done a lot of my furniture shopping at consignment stores. That's great. So um, there's a gem of one called Cannery Exchange down by Stacey Bon, just off of PCH at Riverside. Tiny little jewel box of a place. The gal who runs it, his name, her name's Arlene, and she's like the Anna Wintour of consignment. And she's older and just so soigné and gorgeous and so fun. Um, the Find Consignment is probably my favorite. And they have just a new expanded location on Newport Boulevard where Aaron Brothers used to be. Um, it's Newport Boulevard between 17th and 18th. Um, and I just took a bunch of stuff there. So I'm going to vouch for there's really cool stuff from Carrie Freitas's garage and <laughs> home there. So you want to get there quick. Um, but there's tons of other ones too. Um, and I also want to just give a shout out to Yoki Shop. So Jeff Yokiyama, um, who founder of Maui and Sons, Modern Amusement, you know, Generic Youth, etc. Um, 
his store um, near near Omery's on PCH Newport. He has been upcycling before it was cool. So he's making the coolest stuff like out of old beach towels, like jackets, oh, where awesome. the back is an old, cool, like um, shag, almost beach towel. And the rest of the stuff is like like either military jacket or other piecing. Like I've got Alan, like an Oxford cloth shirt that was pieced together with like flannel. I mean, so he's been upcycling and de- doing a special collection for Goodwill for a while. Um, and so his stuff is like designer, but it's all upcycle. Oh, that sounds yeah. great. So. That sounds That's great. That's that. So those are my shout outs. Oh, I love it. Okay. I love it. I need a list. <laughs> I'll put together a list on my new blog that I need to start. So number seven is when you see trash in the street, pick it up. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's so simple, right? It is, Especially but people if don't walking, do it. People throw, you know, will throw stuff in a trash can and it misses and it's right on the ground. And they don't pick the it trash up. Can. It's like pick it up. And also, and I love this, this was a movement, I think it was a couple of years ago now where somebody put out, you know, take three pieces of plastic with you when you leave the beach. Yes. And so we do that now, right? We we walk around and if there's, you know, a little bit of foam that's yeah. sort of sitting there or, you know, and again, those juice box straw covers, totally. they're kind of everywhere. Just take it, pick it up, put it in the trash. Generally, people, you know, walk a little bit when they're on the beach. So yeah. go for a trash walk, pick up exactly. some stuff, Exactly. It's not that it hard. Out. And it's yeah. kind of giving back. Like the beach has just given you something, right? Absolutely. Like it's what's a give back moment. Absolutely. I think it's important. Absolutely. So number eight is stop using wipes. Um, oh, this is a hard one. <clears throat> yeah. Most wipes contain plastic fibers that are not biodegradable. See, I didn't know this. And they end up into our in our oceans where they're ingested by sea life. Um one of the things that I've changed recently is I'm not using makeup wipes. Yeah, so what's can we talk about the option for yeah, that? So there's I gotta break the news to Jeannie tonight, so I need to have like a solution, not just a problem. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So they have these great microfiber makeup remover pads on Amazon, and I think they come in a pack of seven. They're washable, so they're reusable, and they actually work better than makeup wipes. Okay. Like I can't tell you when I first started using them, and it's it's actually a couple of years now, um, I would take off my makeup with a wipe and then use one of these um, microfiber things and clean the rest of my face. And I found so much makeup left on my face. It was kind of ridiculous. But it's super easy to use. You just run the tap, wet them, wipe your face. You don't put product on it? You You don't even put product on it because the microfiber just clings to the makeup and and removes it. So you don't need product. How long do they last? I I mean, they last... You just rinse them out. Last forever. Like you no, well, I put them in the I put them in a lingerie bag and then throw them in the in the washing machine. Oh, really? Machine. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And and they're great. I mean, sometimes I'll use two or three to get my makeup yes. off. Sometimes I'll rinse it and you know actually put some soap on it and wash the wash the thing out because I've had so much makeup on that okay. day, which is not like me because right, I usually no. wear a lot. Right. But they're small, right? They're these little round okay. pads. But they are fantastic, and it stops you from using. All right, I'm going to get those wipes. immediately because I think my my order today from Amazon. And we'll talk about um, Amazon Day because <laughs> I think that's something we should talk about. That's next. Um, okay, good. Is I want to order the Q bottle. The keep cap and these microfiber um, little the wipes. Wipes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, they're all good. So um, number nine is Amazon, as as you great mm-hmm. leading, Carrie. Thank you. <laughs> um, so consider your need for convenience and choose Amazon Day, which is rather than receiving indiv- individual packages on different days, you can group your deliveries together, which results in less packaging. So Amazon has this shipment zero initiative which actually they're aiming to make all amazon shipping uh net zero carbon 
with 50% of all shipments made net zero by 2030. So you can go into your Amazon account okay. and choose your Amazon day. Actually, I think when you when you buy something and the shipping options come up as you you're checking out, there. just choose your Amazon day. So I've chosen Thursday. Okay. And then when I'm buying stuff like, I don't know, dog food, right. you know, just replacing regular it's items. It's coming I mean, on a Thursday. <clears throat> dog food's a little different because you only will get one bag of dog food. I have right. two, two big dogs. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but other things, they just group it all together and put it in one package. You can actually also email um, Amazon customer service, which is cs-reply at amazon.com. Okay. And you can request that they avoid plastic packaging That's what I was going to ask you. Possible. Okay, yeah. so cs-reply at amazon.com. Absolutely. And so you can say, like, do eco-packaging. I don't want plastic packaging. Um, that's one thing, because I do... Um, and I need to get an Amazon day going, but I've done Amazon Fresh quite a bit, a grocery delivery. And um, the packaging it comes in really bothers me. Mm. And a lot of times to refrigerate my refrigerated things, they will put in single-use plastic water bottles that have been frozen. It's like so egregious. So I need to go to cs-reply at amazon.com to request that I don't get that because that bothers me. <clears throat> it's definitely worth a try. Okay. Um, they'll make a note to avoid plastic and extra packaging on your account, but okay. it's actually up to the distributors whether they do it or not. Got it. Okay. All right. So I get to keep but an I eye think on that. But if it's every... coming from Amazon Fresh, they should be able to comply with my request, I would imagine. You we'll would, see. You would hope so. I'll let you know on a future episode because I'm yeah. going to do it. Yeah, you would hope so. Okay. So Amazon Day. Yep. Okay. So then the last... Um, thing on my list A number 10, 10. is mm-hmm. yeah choose the most environmentally friendly option when you need convenience okay okay so we talked about this before in and it's almost always so you, you let's say you're out and about you forgot to bring your water bottle with you or you you feel like you need a, a coke or you want to okay. want to drink we talked about this before but get the aluminum the aluminum is or aluminium is aluminium uh, aluminium mm-hmm. is an infinitely recyclable material it's lighter to ship and it's more likely to be recycled and so this was interesting because when you and I talked even last week I want to say when you had been to the city um, I didn't think about the like the the lifespan or the number of lives like a particular material mm. could have. So aluminium, aka aluminum, um, can be recycled indefinitely, which I thought was fascinating and, and amazing. And then I didn't realize that plastic, there was like kind of an end date. Like you could only recycle it a certain number of times, right? It and depends then on the plastic, okay. right? But um, it's it's interesting. Glass, steel, and aluminum Glass, can be recycled okay. endlessly. All all of those, right? Okay. Glass, Glass, steel, and aluminum okay. because they don't degrade during the recycling process. So they, they maintain their properties regardless yeah. of what process they're put through, like heat, cold, So you can make whatever. it back into what it just was. That's amazing. Okay. okay. Whereas plastic, you can't make... A plastic water It's kind of like your body a- after you're pregnant um, or <laughs> as you age, right? So like my body will, my it's reached its recycling limit. It. My elastin in my skin has told my, you know, it's like, look, we're on our last stretch here. So <laughs> we're not going to go back to that shape. We're going to be something We cannot now. be poured back into that shape we're no still matter how be hard you try. We're fantastic. We're just in a different shape than we it. were before. So I'm a little bit like plastic in that way. Just want to draw that parallel no, okay so that was number 10 so that, so that was choose 10, the yeah. most responsible if you're gonna do kind of um 
a disposable, quote unquote, yeah. consumable, yeah. you know, packaging, you know, what's the least egregious? Yeah. So aluminum steel glass. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give you another stat about aluminum. Um, okay. Turning recycled um, aluminum cans into new cans uses 95% less energy than making new ones. Wow. So, I mean, that's huge. That is huge. Yeah. The energy saved by recycling a single aluminum can is equivalent to what is needed to run a television for three hours. One can. One can. That's amazing. Yeah. And so, again, I'm not going to, I'm going to get a soda stream and not like recycle yeah. more LaCroix cans. Yeah. But I'm saying like, if you have to pick something. Yeah. Absolutely. It should be aluminum. It should be aluminum. Absolutely. Okay. And you know what? If you're... Having a beer, buy it in a can, or right. I mean, I suppose you can, or glass. You, can, you can buy glass as well, or get yeah. it on draft. Yeah, in yeah. a reason, you know, in a glass yeah. at a bar. Exactly, you know, got exactly. in the world. Okay, I love that. Okay, so tell me where we are because I'm looking at. I'm just gonna. I'm keeping track of our time. Well, we jumped into talking great. about the different materials. We so did. let's let's finish what I've got to tell you about the tell different me. materials. So okay, perfect. PET plastic bottles are about ninety-seven percent of the plastic bottles on the North American market. Okay. And recycling PET preserves two-thirds of the energy normally required to make new plastic, which lowers greenhouse gas emissions. Right. Okay. Um, the average American household uses 45 pounds of PET plastic bottles and jars a year, and 80% of these bottles will end up in landfill because we're not recycling them properly. So we have to recycle we them properly. We have to recycle. And again, as we said at the top of the show, if there's a doubt if it's recyclable, put it in the recycling yeah. bin because you know what? I'd rather err on the side of them going, you know, hey, this one piece of plastic isn't going to work, but the rest is 99 are. So... They sort at, at the right. recycling facility. They sort. So and they I would take just rather the err on the side of caution. I, I completely right? agree okay. with you. So then another tip about glass. So not all glass can be readily recycled. Okay. Um, all glass bottles and containers um, can and should be recycled repeatedly. But things like window glass, light bulb glass, mm. mirrors and ceramic materials like cup saucers and plates can't be readily recycled. Okay. And you can't add, you shouldn't add them to the recycling stream. Okay, that's so they go in trash. Okay, yeah. so ceramics yep. and light bulbs. I wonder if light bulbs are even like... Um, I guess it is just trash. Is it's it? trash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gosh. It's trash. Okay. It's trash. And that's another case, obviously, we're using LED, even though like I hate the way it makes me look. I'm trying not to be vain, but I mean, I look like shit under LED. Let's just be real. Um, but I just feel like it's so that way we're not using as many. They have a way longer lifespan. They use way less energy, and there's a lot less ending up in landfill because it sounds like all these light bulbs end up in landfill. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, so they do. Okay. They do. So t- another reason: turn off the lights so it lasts yes, longer. Right? right, and I do look better in candlelight. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie about it. <laughs> it's like very good. Shadows are good for me. So, do you want to talk about um, some of the stats that I've found interesting? Oh or? yeah, let's. Well, I was gonna say I want to talk about the stats, but I really do. You, I want to make sure because yeah. I feel like we. I'm looking at our time, and yeah. I think we've got like ten more minutes, which okay, is great. awesome. Um. I guess I want to talk about what you think is the most important that's left because we can always do another episode too. And I would love to have you back on this topic, but like, where do you think, what do you think is going to be the most impactful? And again, I want to stop here and say, we're not experts. Sarah is a great researcher and has done a lot of research for these data points. And I really appreciate that because that's something the show never has is data points. Um, because of me, because I don't research anything. Um, but I, I do think that I want people not to be overwhelmed too, right? Like yeah. I want you to be overwhelmed by the problem in the sense that you want to do something, yeah. right? But I don't want you to be so overwhelmed that you won't do something. Yeah, so, precisely. Correct. So let's talk about whatever you think is the most important 
thing now. Well, let me give you some good sources of climate change intel. Yes. I kind of think that that's important, that's really important. for everyone to educate mm-hmm. themselves about it. I mean, it doesn't have to be something that you do, you know, every day. But right. I find I, I subscribe to the New York Times Climate Forward newsletter. Um, and you, it's just one a once a week newsletter with stories and insights about climate change. Okay. I, I find that really useful. Another um, fantastic source of climate change intel is the NASA global climate change yes. site, which is climate.nasa.gov. Okay. It's an amazing interactive site. Just go on it. Have a climate. look at Climate.nasa.gov. Exactly. Okay. And look at the images of climate change. There are some before Oh my gosh, you just shared something recently that oh was my goodness. wild. Okay, it was that in was Australia. A, well, that was an Australian was that one. Different? So that okay. wasn't on, on this site. Okay. But that, yeah, that was incredible. That, oh my gosh. It? It's the satellite images of, you know, of our Earth from you know from 20 40 years ago and Correct. now they tell a story you, they tell a story you and know, it's you science folks this it. is not i mean i don't subscribe to the term fake news but you guys know how i feel about this based on my second to last episode um but this is real and all these sources are legit these are real news organizations which i'd argue most news organizations except for some that i'm not going to name because i don't want to be too inflammatory are not real um starts with an f ends with an x um and um, I just feel like it's your responsibility and you don't have to mire yourself down with every day reading about climate change because it can get a little bit overwhelming. But if you're going to look at climate change, NASA's website, I mean, I'm going to guarantee you that that's scientifically sound, real information. And it's interesting, right? It yeah. is so interesting. It's yes. beautifully laid out. There is one of the um, tabs you can click on is what is climate change? And it's got, you know, four different responses. It's got evidence causes, effects, and solutions. Yeah. And you I can't mean, get more simple than that. I mean, that's the can't. way we learned everything in school, in science class. I mean, I think that sounds like a pretty palatable way to figure out in real terms what's going on. Absolutely. Yeah. Another thing you can do is if you use um, Apple News and okay. on your iPad, which is yes. what I do on yeah. weekends, obviously, I, often I will sit down and look at look at Apple News. You can follow climate change okay. um, as one of like the topics that you follow. Yeah. And it's just interesting what pops up and the, you know, the different suggestions that come out. And, you know, I just I, I'm so far from perfect. I can't tell you how far from perfect I am. There's so many things that I'm like, I'm, I want to find a a better option for the trash bag, right? Okay, so I, can't, I, can't I was looking one. at that, and yeah. I told Alan that I think I want to invent it. Yeah, because a the few one that tried, I know, and they're, but they're not cute. And this is the thing: like, I don't think a trash bag has to be cute, but it has to kind of appeal to me. Well, the like, problem with it being biodegradable and compostable no, is it can't. That can't happen too quickly. I'm not even doing that one. Right. I'm doing the one, TM reserve mark. <laughs> C, C with a circle, um, that you're going to like use again and again. Oh. It's going to be antimicrobial. You can wash hey, it out. I oh, like just it. wait. And it's going to be cute. There's one out there that has the worst acronym. I don't want to promote it. K-A-N or something like ridiculous. Um, and maybe I have PTSD from growing up with a dad that worked for CalCan Pet Food. And like, you know, I don't want to recreate that memory. But um, I'm like down. Like if I can figure this thing out because a reusable That's trash great. bag. Yeah. That you can wash out. I agree. Okay, yeah, that would Stay be fantastic. Tuned. Stay tuned. So then, um, 
the next thing I want to talk to you about is just some of the great products to help you yes, have less love, waste. And we've that, talked about a few of them already. Yeah, and right? you got me some. And this is a great chance to shop guilt-free. Yep. So I always enjoy that. Yep. So Keep Cup. Okay. It's us.keepcup.com. Okay. Like K-E-E-P cup with a C. Like, yep. Or, okay. Yep. Regular, regular spelling. Um, okay. It is an Australian business. They've got a bunch of different options. They have some glass okay. cups with a cork band oh, around cute. them. Okay. And They're can't you really cool. customize it? Is there you a can customize? totally customize yeah, it, yeah. It. Okay. So awesome for brands, right? Looking right. for to have, you know, a, a holiday gift or, yeah. you know, something that they want to hand out when they go to meetings. Are you getting your favorite color, your friend's favorite color? Yeah. yeah, and they have silicon bands around them or, or the glass ones have cork. Right. But you can put your logo on the silicon band. But we, we mean, all have them um, at home. You can get them in the different, you know, I think it's 12 ounce, 16 okay. ounce. Okay, yes, the different probably standard a, kind of six, cup sizes. Standard for cup these sizes, baristas. so they fit under the the coffee machine when okay. you know, when you take it in. So See, they're I fantastic. I love that, and yeah. I feel like um, that's something to be a fun little gift to give someone. And also, I like supporting an Aussie company because of what's been happening with the bush the bushfires. It's like let's support some Aussie companies, right? Absolutely. To put money more money back in that country. And again, don't think I'm anti-American. You can buy American too, but just like you know, spread the wealth. Okay, so now um, the next thing is the IKEA fold-away oh, bags, yes. right? They're light and compact, and they're around two dollars. They weigh nothing, so you oh, can you just always have it's one. Amazing, with you. yeah, and they actually hold a huge amount. They hold okay. more than you know like the a standard shopping bag. A standard shopping bag, exactly. They hold up longer okay. too. They wear harder. They're fantastic, so and they're seriously a dollar ninety nine. They have them by the register as you check in. And out. I love it so that they're, they're self contained. So they fold back up into they're, themselves. Exactly. Now, is it hard to do that? You remember the old sleeping bags and trying to get your sleeping no. bag into the thing? No, okay. you can screw it up and shove it. Back it doesn't in matter. There. I've worked out how to fold it because I'm a little bit of a neat freak. Well, I'm but, not. So if you're not a neat freak, you, you can, can still screw it use up, them. Shove it back in there. You're Gorgeous. not a neat freak. They work perfectly. Okay. That's my language. So Trader Joe's has got some cool stuff okay, too, yeah. and people have probably seen this. They've got these great. Um, beeswax wraps that you know prevent the need for saran wrap right and they work brilliantly they come in a bunch of different sizes you can wrap up a sandwich okay it's like cloth backed with beeswax or it's coated with beeswax the whole thing is coated with beeswax so when you fold it like over the top of a a a bowl or a jar or something yeah Yeah. it stays in place love it so they are fantastic you just wipe them down and and keep reusing them they are brilliant okay Um, this is an interesting one. You and I were talking about this this morning. Dryer balls. I don't know if people have seen yeah, these. Yeah, so these for woolen. your laundry, I've seen these cute, they look like felt, but they're little wool. And I've been being fed them on my Instagram feed. Yeah. Little balls, wool balls. Yeah, they're, they're a little bit bigger than a um, tennis ball, right? Okay. Um, and they and they are go in the dryer. Fantastic! They clothes. go in the dryer. They separate the laundry, um, okay. allowing the hot air to circulate better, and they reduce drying time. So that's you're so using great. less energy to dry your clothes. Love it. So that's an yeah. additional savings for the environment. Absolutely. And you don't need to use fabric softener right. when you Which use this. I've heard those are terrible for the environment. It's so bad for the environment. It's also bad for your clothes, right? Because yes. fabric softener puts a film on your clothes, well, that's the which thing. makes dirt cling to them. Yeah. Right. So wash less. Yes. <laughs> use the dryer. They work and they come with like in cute animal designs that I've seen, which you know, I'm not above having like a little panda head, you oh, know, cute. in my dryer. I, I haven't seen those, I'll I've send just the seen link. that. I've seen Darling. the little ones, they're, they're great. And Trader Joe's has them, so I don't have to even order them exactly. online. I can go get them, okay, exactly. And then, you know, Amazon, we talked about the Z-Paw, um compostable and biodegradable dog poop bags. Yes. Okay. Um, 
uh, if you if you're not using mesh produce bags, that's mine. another thing to use because the produce bags in the market are again, you know, they stay around for a, a yeah, thousand. You cannot, years. and those cannot be recycled. Use it once. They They're can't too be thin. Recycled. So the plastic, like like my elastin yep. and my skin, is too thin to pop back to its normal <laughs> shape. Same thing with those plastic bags that you use in produce. And it's so funny because I used to shop without them. I would just like have my produce not be in a bag. Mm-hmm. My husband, God bless him, he's the dearest dear of the dear but like he has to have everything in it like when he goes shopping at whole foods the clove of garlic has to be in its own bag i'm like what are you doing so i got those mesh bags they're a little bit tighter mesh than like the mesh that was in in the 80s for your shirt you know a little tighter (laughs) a little less at risque Uh, but they're so usable so i use them for produce at whole foods or wherever i go shopping and then I use it to store my produce in my fridge, too, because it's aerated. So I think it's better than the plastic. That's right. And the the ones that I bought were called EcoWare. Okay. They're a set of 15 reusable Perfect. mesh produce bags. They come in three different sizes, and each size has the weight of the bag on it. So when you're checking out, they can see, they can take that amount off oh, or they start awesome. the scale so you're not paying at that for weight. That. Okay. You're not paying for the weight of the bag, right? right? So they work brilliantly. Okay. Then um, the silicon um, Ziploc containers, yes. they are amazing. Stop using Ziploc bags immediately. Yeah, I have oh been Ziploc free, I'm going to say, for at least two months and I'm feeling pretty good about it. It's great. I've, I've got a box, you know, in my drawer that I think we've had there for two years. We wow. we okay. haven't, you know, we haven't used it. These, these the silicone's actually better for you than plastic there are a ton of toxins yeah there's a ton of toxins in plastic and they can leach into the food right so silicon's more durable it has lower chance of leaching chemicals and it's it's just super reusable you can put them in the dishwasher right and i bought stashers which are really expensive they're great you don't have to do that no so the ones that i found are called zumu which is X-O-O-M-O-O. That's cute. And Zoom they out. come in a pack of six different sizes. Perfect. They're they're awesome. Okay. Um, another thing, and I haven't started using these. I've just ordered them. Okay. Um, but is bamboo oh towels as an alternative to paper towels. I'm getting all excited towels. because I saw these on my Instagram feed Yeah. Too. I, so I just bought them. They're machine washable and reusable. And one roll replaces six months of paper towels. So they say you just have to put them in a lo- lingerie bag when you wash okay. them. Um, and then you just keep keep reusing them do they come on like do they come on a roll or in a stack because i've seen a picture of them yeah, on a roll they come on a roll but so i guess I once that... once you wash them do you roll? I'll, 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 I'll get back to you on Could this be right? someone's job to roll them. them yeah maybe in Liam the house? will do that for me yeah. i don't know um but i'm you know i was going to ask you too about the lingerie bag because um when i talked to my cousin tonsi who heads up the um corporate sustainability school at the, the nyu stern school of business um she was talking about guppy bag it's like a yeah. lingerie bag, but also um, you've got to put your Lululemons and stuff with um, spandex or whatever the X's, the Nylex, nylon, whatever. The, it's supposed to go in there because the microplastics leaching yep. out of them. Yep. So I haven't done a guppy bag yet, but I think I might have to look into that and get back to people or post it on my um, social media. Yeah. Because I feel like I need a guppy bag or two. And I, I, don't, and I don't know how the guppy bag... And the, the question I had for her, and she didn't know the answer, and I'll do the research, is like, once the guppy bag keeps that stuff from getting out in your wash, because you're putting your lawn, whatever, you're putting yeah. your Lululemon in there and whatnot, where does it go then? Like, how do I get it out of the guppy bag? Or does the guppy bag just eat it? I don't yeah. know. No idea. 
Good, I'll good, find out. Good question. Okay. I'd be interested to hear the question answer to that no as answer. well. Okay. And then, you know, we talked about wooden and bamboo disposable cutlery and plates. Yes. If you must throw it away, like if you're having a party, you know, and you really have a lot of people coming. And you don't have enough, like, flatware yourself yeah. in your collection yeah. or whatever. Absolutely. Use, I, use bamboo. I think that's really, really smart. And I also know, like, so a couple things, too, as I was thinking, like, renting. And again, I wanted to say, too, that we're coming from a little bit of a place of not a little bit. We're coming from a place of privilege because a lot of times it's expensive to buy these items we're talking about, right? So, but there's of course other ways that you can be sustainable without buying expensive, you know, stasher bags like I did that are silicone food grade or whatever. Um, but Ab- I do think absolutely. Well, we also talked about the fact that sure it's expensive up front, but over time you actually do save because right. you're not having to rebuy these things again and exactly. again. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, you know, so that was one thing. And I I was thinking, too, even though it is a little bit more expensive, like uh, if you're having a big party, it's always great to go with like a party rental company like Baker Signature, whomever you use, because that way they're just reusing the flatware and the glassware and all that kind of stuff. So I've had really good luck with that. If I don't have enough pieces of my collection to to use, that's great. Or I've even since talking to you, I had um, had some like plastic disposable stuff and in, in, you know like forks knives stuff from parties I've just started to wash it like it's mm, flatware not absolutely. in the dishwasher hand wash and yeah. reuse it yeah you should a- so, absolutely there's no reason not to you're you're cutting your footprint by doing that you know right. if you've got stuff that that's in the cupboard keep using it yes. right just keep totally. using it reuse it yeah you know it's it's all part of that reuse revolution exactly yeah so I think we're at a place where we should wrap be wrapping it up um, I do want to say that um, this great this great handout you gave me. Um, so Sarah had printed out for me um, as the base or uh, one of the foundational pieces from her meeting with the city of Newport Beach about the recycling program. Um, there was a listing of the things that you can and can't recycle. Mm-hmm. Right? Was this available online? It is. I'll okay. send you the link. I'll, I'll put a link up. But I just wanted to tell people that you know when I'm looking at this list, the preponderance of things that are in your life are recyclable. Right. Um, there are very few things that are not recyclable. So Sarah had already mentioned some of them like light bulbs, um, safety glass, ceramic items and mirrors, let's say. Um, Automotive parts are not recyclable, um, plumbing parts. Um, But I think the thing that I found that was the most interesting is, you know, mixed products because they can't separate them in the recycling process. So um, that's where these Starbucks coffee cups come in and are, you know, not great is because they're a waxed uh, inside surface. So those can't be recycled, which is is a bummer. But pretty much everything else on this list, um, you can recycle. I mean, and things that I'm thinking that I really want people to remember um, are junk mail, because we all get a lot of it, even though I've taken myself off every junk mail list that I can, even with the clearinghouse services, I still get it. It seems unavoidable to a certain extent, um, even though I've got paperless with my billing. Um, junk mail is recyclable. So we all should at a minimum be recycling our junk mail. I mean, to me, that's that's just a no brainer. Um, and also, you know, I didn't even think like aerosol cans, they're aluminum for the most part. So that makes sense. But I thought there was something about it being aerosol, like the stuff inside would make it not recyclable. They are recyclable. I thought that was huge. I think if they're empty, they're recyclable. Yes, yeah, you don't want to put your you yeah. know, can of Aquanet, you know, yeah. in the, the who uses Aquanet? Oh my gosh, I just aged myself by about five <laughs> decades. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? Um, so, and when in doubt, you know, recycle, except if it's like a hazmat issue. So if you've got like old paint, the paint can that's still got paint in it, you've got to do your research and call the city, right? There exactly. is a separate <clears throat> landfill and, and recycling facility for that. So 
Um, is there anything else that, that you wanted to mention before we close? I know there's so much more to cover and we yeah. will do it. A follow-up. Maybe what we can do next time is is talk about what happens in, in Newport Beach, which is where we live, because yes. um, they're doing some great things. And okay. they're actually diverting about 50% of waste away from landfill. CR&R has a, a, a contract with the city and they're doing a great job of it. Um, it you know, it's it's quite amazing the technology that they're using to to drive, you know, us forward to lower waste footprint. Well, it's, I'm it's good. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I love living here yeah. and feel very fortunate and blessed to live here. But I always thought, you know, when someone said, Oh, they separate stuff at the at the landfill, I'm always like, is that like a really convenient story to tell like the Newport Beach population do. who doesn't want to get their hands dirty, yeah, you they know? actually do. And they, I mean, I, I can't remember exactly what the stat is, but they use a lot of the green waste and food waste goes into this digester um, that then powers the vehicles, right? The, the, oh, the, the natural vehicles? gas vehicles. Yeah. It just, okay. How cool is that? That is super right? cool. And I mean, I think it was like a $75 million purchase for CR&R, but, but it's awesome. It, it makes a big difference and they're using all of that organic waste, putting it back into the system and yeah. Hey, way to go city of Newport Beach. I know. No, it's cool. They're Not doing, always a fan of what stuff. the city council does, but I mean, someone made a good decision there. So I'm going to give props to whoever that was. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay, great. So, so there's tons to talk about next time. Can we read that quote again, Sarah, that you started at the top of the podcast with? Because just as a reminder, we've given you a lot of information. Absolutely. Okay. Before I read the quote, yes. I, I just wanted to finish with two things. Please. And it starts yeah. with what you buy. Just think yes. about it before okay. you buy it, right? And then think about what you throw away. Because and I, everyone's heard this, there, there actually is no away. Right. When you're throwing something away, away means into the earth. Yeah. Or into a landfill. A landfill. Or, you know, if you're throwing things away that you shouldn't be and not recycling, you're putting them into a an animal's mouth, into their, you know, food bodies, source. into yeah. their food sources. So that yeah. and that's unacceptable. So yeah. we cannot be doing that. So the the quote was we don't need a handful of people doing zero waste perfectly. We need millions of people doing it imperfectly. Well, I'm proud to say I'm doing it very imperfectly. Um, thanks Likewise. to you. And um, I hope that people will join us. I, I know that we're, you know, again, I'm not the only ones that care about this issue. There are a lot of people that do. And I just hope that um, people will start making the small changes to have a ripple effect. You know, and like like we said, even if we used one less can, that makes a difference. Absolutely. It all makes a difference. Right. And teach your kids. Yes. That's huge. Huge. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, um, you know, when you're thinking about your kids, you know, if you do Easter baskets for your kids, I mean, these cue bottles, these keep cups, they come in really fun Easter colors, your kids' favorite colors, stick one of those in there. Absolutely. You know, with all the candy. And hopefully it's bulk candy and you don't have much packaging on the candy, but you know, that's another, <laughs> another podcast. So Sarah Tobin, thank you so much for doing all this research, meeting with the city. We will have a follow-up podcast because now I'm like actually proud. Well, I wasn't not proud of our city, but I'm actually more proud of our city. So I want to talk about the efforts that they're making. Um, and I think we could do an update podcast where we talk about what we've discovered. You know, how did the bamboo paper towels, paper quote unquote towels work? How did this work? You know? Absolutely. Um, so I'm excited and just thankful to have you here. Um, on Thank the you, Carrie. It was fun. Yay. Not nearly as scary as I right? thought. Right? I'm not as scary as people think. <laughs> I know that's a key learning as well. Um, so let's all be imperfectly recycling and imperfectly caring for our earth, approaching um, less imperfect, hopefully. 
and wishing everyone a really great week. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, Gary. Thank you.